0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights radio network.
1: Okay. You know, I haven't had a group face as much adversity as this group's had thrown at them, and uh, you know they, they keep showing up and, and giving us what they've have. And uh, you know I'm proud of them. And that, that was a hell of a, a gutsy win tonight. A lot of, a lot of big efforts, some shot blocks. You know the kid played well in net, so they deserved it. Well,
0: Ben, then Jesse. Hey, Ben. Ben Goetz, Las Vegas, for your journal. Uh, what would, do you think of, again, E. Didano's performance tonight and getting those two goals out of him?
1: Yeah, we need we needed that. I mean, we, with the people out of the lineup, um, you know, particularly the goals. You know, Pat Juretti and Stone uh, alone, you know, uh, Riley Smith. That's a lot of goals out of our lineup without even getting into the, the other group of guys. So, um, you know, we, we need some guys... Uh, to step up here the last 20 games that that you know maybe we haven't asked to score every night. Daddy's one of them. Car- Carlson got a goal tonight. Hopefully that gets him going the right direction. So we're, we're going to need that. Go to Jesse. Jesse.
2: Hey Pete. Jesse Granger with the Athletic. You you mentioned Logan Thompson big game for you guys in net. Can you just talk about the the decision to go with him tonight and maybe what a game like this means for him moving forward while you yeah. guys are without Robin?
1: Well you know someone's misfortune is someone else's opportunity and uh you know for for l t he's earned uh the right to, to get an opportunity here he he was American league goalie of the year last year he's he's done it the right way he's paid his dues he's come up and you know what I like about him he's a battler um you know he he kind of mirrors our group a little bit uh it's not always pretty but but he battles and uh that's what we're looking for down the stretch here go to alan then ben
2: hey alan hey pete uh alan snow with lv i came in late sorry if it's already been asked but <clears throat> i'm just wondering what's the mindset in terms of trying to um play perhaps like a more scrappy game without your top goal scorers in the final 20 games yeah um what's you know what's the strategy down the stretch here
1: yeah well, you know, I, I think even with our goal scorers, we try and play a scrappy game. So we're not we're not changing our identity, but we need different people to step up, you know. And and it's funny, but, you know, one or two good NHL players make a difference when you add them back in the lineup. You saw us add Howden tonight and, uh, you know, Patrick the other night and Yanmark tonight. So that's three guys off our list. You know, it changes that changes our team never mind you know adding some of the other names on that list that are that are game-changing type guys so you know hopefully we get some more bodies back and uh, can stay in the mix here
3: we'll
0: go ben chris and jesse ben ben goats las vegas for you journal obviously you guys are pretty short-handed on the blue line you signed Derek Pouliot to an nhl deal today just what do you think the blue line did in handling obviously a high-powered team on the other end
1: well he he did a great job I mean he was sitting in i believe san diego uh with with Henderson getting ready to play uh, I think we're now ten or eleven defensemen deep into the organization um so you know it's really taken a toll and and you know we've run out of left shots um so, you know, a, a left shot was a priority, and, and he's played 200 NHL games. You know, he's, he's, he's got that composure that you can stick him in at this time of year against a team like that, and he's not going to feel overwhelmed. So, um, you know, we needed him. We needed him. Well, Chris, then Jesse.
3: Hey, Chris. Hi, Pete. Happy St. Patrick's Day. You too. Nolan Patrick had a kind of quiet, good game tonight. Can mm-hmm. you just speak about what you've seen from him since he's come back?
1: Yeah, he 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 was. I, I thought he was really good tonight, um, and I thought he was really good in Winnipeg. So you know, he, he he's come back in, he missed a bunch of time. We all know, you know, what he's dealt with, uh, but he's strung together for me two two of his best games of the year back to back here, uh, and it starts with his moving his feet, competing, uh, making plays when he has the puck, uh, which is something that that uh, he he's got natural ability with. So. I've liked him, and again, he's another guy we're going to need. Go to Jesse.
2: Yes. Hey, Pete. Jesse Granger with at the Athletic. Um, first, can I? Do you have an update on Jack Eichler? or is there anything you can say about no, him leaving?
1: I mean, well, he he didn't come back, so uh, obviously that's not good. Uh, you know, he'll get evaluated, and we'll know more hopefully tomorrow. And and you mentioned. Getting Howden
2: and Yanmark back in the lineup, and they may not be those big names. Did it feel different tonight in terms of rolling the four lines and just kind of keeping yeah. that rhythm when you've got NHL players going out there?
1: shift well, after sh- shift, for sure, for sure, and 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 Pouliot on defense too, an NHL you know defenseman, a guy who's played 200 games. You know, it's uh, th- this is the toughest time of year in this league. Most uh, most teams are dialed in. Uh, most teams are in, in that final push. So, you're not getting any easy nights and you're not getting any easy matchups. And, you know, it's a, it's a tough time to put young and experienced guys in the lineup and expect them to survive and, and help you. So, uh, you know, I, I think those guys were really welcome. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate your time. Thank you. We'll have a-
4: Welcome in to tonight's post game show presented by AAA Insurance. We just heard from head coach Pete DeBoer after the Golden Knights get back in the win column a massive 2 points here tonight against the Florida Panthers. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva and you know, Dan. Tonight, this one—the pace of the game—it it, was—it was really up to a different level. And you know, you just heard Pete kind of talk about getting Brett Howden back in the lineup, Matthias Yanmark back in the lineup. Obviously, Nolan Patrick and and then signing Derek Pouliot to play—you uh, get those guys that are NHL regulars back in the lineup, and it just brings brings that rate of play for the Golden Knights right up.
2: Well, you said it, Ryan. And when Gary asked me during—I think it was the second period—we were having that discussion. And what looks different about the Knights compared to what was, uh, you know, some of the the shortcomings on the road. Mm -hmm. And it very much made a difference to have NHL caliber players. Pete DeBoer said it just a moment ago, and uh, I think that that point is the one worth underscoring that you have uh, just that extra depth players that you can rely on in um, Yanmark and Howden. And then Pouliot on defense, even though Pouliot hasn't played an NHL game in a couple of years, he still has 200 games worth of experience and played two full years in this division with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, so, he, you know, he's, he knows the Golden Knights as an opponent. Meanwhile, not just that Howden and Yanmark went into the lineup up front, but Howden seemed to pick up right where he left <laughs> off. Uh, he's been playing so well his second half of the year. Uh, he missed the last seven, last saw him March 3rd against Boston. And when you've got uh, the assertiveness of Howden plus the skill at that part of the lineup, it's it's a mismatch uh, for uh, most opposing teams when Howden can be that effective um, down in the lineup. And then, you know, when you're turning over the lineup, you know, Howden's getting, you know, some shifts where Eichel was coming off and and Howden's out there with Carlson. And, you know, he fits in with those guys, too. Uh, Brett is really... Uh, after a relatively difficult start to his season, when he's been healthy in the last uh, couple of months, he's been very impressive. So I, I think all of that is right, and it was noticeable. And the Golden Knights relying on that experience because you know, you know, Pete even underestimated the number. Derek Pouliot was the twelfth defenseman <laughs> to play for the Golden Knights just this year, the twenty-second in franchise history. Now think about that for a moment: twenty-second in franchise history but 12 this year alone. Yeah. So that's Derek Pouliot, and who knows um, if uh, the Knights are able to get anybody uh, back in anytime soon because, you know, add Nick Hague to the list of McNabb and Martinez plus Ben Hutton on the COVID list, so maybe Hutton can come back sometime soon. But it might be Derek Pouliot in the lineup for multiple games here.
4: Yeah, and it's not often where you run out of left-shot defensemen in a club like you. <laughs> that. That kind of underscores just how yeah. decimated by injuries, especially now on the back end, the Golden Knights have been. Uh, but I do want to to sit with a minute for uh, with with the decision to go with Logan Thompson today. Obviously, Pete DeBoer could have gone either way with Logan Thompson or Lorraine Brossois, but you know the the decision tonight to go to Thompson paid off for Pete.
2: Yes, and Pete is not often going to. Um tag a loss on any one individual but he came about as close to that after the game in Winnipeg a game in which he thought his team played pretty well uh, but he said the goaltenders need to get in front of pucks he's called himself not a goaltending expert but you got to get in front of pucks and Brossois, though he had a pretty good start to the game ended up giving four goals to the Jets on only 13 shots that's not going to cut it and Logan Thompson, while he is not nearly as experienced at the NHL level as Brosois is, Thompson has been a catalyst in the American League, as Pete just uh, was talking about, Pete DeBoer, that deserved an opportunity because he was the American League goalie of the year last season. Was great in that win in San Jose, has not looked as good in a couple of games since, But he looked much closer today to that February 20th performance that he won and uh, different than uh, the the recent couple of losses. And uh, to me, it's just, you know, Thompson is a battler. He's going to compete. And that... Um, can sometimes be awkward. It sometimes has him overcommitted in certain places. There was one save early in the game. It was a left-wing shot. He makes an initial save with his pads, and then he goes straight down. He ended up on his rear end, but he didn't find himself out of position. He was much more precise um, in his battling and getting to where he needed to be uh, without wasted movement, and that was uh, the what was reminiscent to me about his performance comparing it to the win that he had in San Jose, and... Oh, at this point, I would start him again on Saturday against the Kings.
4: Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of right there with you, Dan. I, I think that you, you got the goaltending performance you were looking for tonight. You get a win. You kind of ride that into Saturday against the L.A. Kings. Now, uh, you, you can go with Nick Waugh. You can go with uh, his with his beautiful game-winning goal. Or you can go with Evgeny Dodonov, the two-goal second period from Dodonov, and, and really just... Beautiful plays from Dodonov, hard nose, get to the front of the net, and then highlight real stuff through the neutral zone. Uh, You get contributions from from two guys that recently have been filling in that gap, that hole left in the lineup with a lot of scoring out.
2: Yeah, you've watched Dodonov in recent games try to break through, and I think that his determination – in, let's say the last couple of weeks has been quite noticeable it hasn't always resulted in points. It's been all over the place in the lineup and he finishes the game today on the top line with Marsha. and Carlson and Eichel's absence, but the two goals that he scored one was at even strength set up by Derek Pouliot and the other was on the power play and he is such an accomplished power play guy. It's no surprise to see him with that tip in on the Shea Theodore shot. And while the Knights' power play has not been super productive this year, Dodonov does have four power play goals. The only guy who's got more than that is Jonathan Marchessault, who's got five. So uh, all of that, to me, Dodonov deservedly the number one star today. Nick Watt, the game winner, and a pretty finish on the breakaway. But given the way that the Knights have been struggling, it was 1-1 going into that second period and you know <laughs> with the, the Florida Panthers offense especially against a guy in Thompson who had only had uh, four NHL appearances this year he needed to take a lead the Knights yep. have been trying to fight from behind too often that they got not just the one from Dedoda but the second one to give him a two goal cushion which they would later need to me that 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 was really the, the tale of the game for me that they finally got themselves a lead and held on to it for a while Though they did, uh, Florida did tie it uh, in the third period. Now, think about it. It was a, a good bulk of this game. Vegas was either tied or in the lead, which is in stark contrast to what has been uh, the struggle of fighting from behind so often the last couple of weeks.
4: Well, excellent stuff as always, Dan, on the call. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. It's nice to ring in this day with a win, and we will chat with you on Saturday.
2: Thank you, Ryan. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you as well.
4: Thank you, Dan. That is Dan Duva, the voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, as we break down a 5-3 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights tonight against the Florida Panthers. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
4: AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers 5-3. Vegas snaps a five-game skid back in the win column, 33-26-4. 70 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game, and, you know, for Vegas – it had to be good. You had to be dialed in. Details needed to be exactly where you wanted them to be going into this game, especially against a, a team in Florida that just finds ways to put the puck in the back of the net. And while I thought the Golden Knights did a good job early, a couple of really nice chances, it would be the Florida Panthers opening up the scoring as Carter Verhage would score on a rebound chance. Panthers at the other end of chance. Turned away.
2: Rebound chance. Score! The first shot was stopped, Verhage followed it up, nobody knocked him away. Petrangelo, I don't know what Petrangelo was doing.
4: Carter Verhage's 21st of the year from Itu Louis-Durainen and Aaron Ekblad at 8.04. The first period made it one to nothing, Florida. However, it did take the Golden Knights a little while, but they were able to answer as Brett Howden back in the lineup got a great bounce to tie the game. Mike Amanio walks in, slides it left, Howden closing in, backdoor score!
2: Knights tie it! Brett
3: Howden back in the lineup and back on the score
4: sheet. Red Howden's ninth of the year for Michael Amadio and Keegan Colasar at 17 of the first period. Tied the game at one, and that is where we stood after the first period of play. We'd head to the second period, and we talked about the neutral zone being important for the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas would have their detail dialed in early in the second period, as Derek Pouliot would get a steal in the neutral zone to set up Evgeny Dodonov's highlight reel goal.
2: Patrick goes in on the four chip. Forsling pulls it away for Florida to the neutral zone, off the stick at center, taken by the Knights, it's back in on the right side to the middle, score! Dodonov, top left corner against his own team, the Knights take the lead!
4: Evgeny Dodonov, his 13th of the year from Derek Pouliot at 538 of the second period, made it 2-1 Vegas. Then shortly thereafter, Logan Thompson would make our AAA insurance save the game. The dump in, cut off by Theodore, then he gave it away, down the middle, a chance, kick, save, big stop
2: by Thompson on Reinhardt, got the right pat out, what a beauty from Logan
4: Thompson. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. Triple-A outsmart life. So big time save from Logan Thompson, keeping it a one goal game. And then the Golden Knights would get their second power play of the game and Evgeny Dodonov would score his second goal of the period. Theodore shoots and
2: scores! (laughs) Jack Eichel was out in front, as was Evgeny Dodonov. And it was Dodonov, I believe, who gets a piece of the side of the net. The strike five seconds into the power play. Take a 3-1 to lead.
4: Evgeny Dodonov's 14th of the year, a power play goal from Shay Theodore and Jack Eichel at 14:32 of the second period gave Vegas a three to one lead. So the Golden Knights in complete control of the game. However, three minutes after that power play goal from Evgeny Dadonov, Sam Bennett would get the Panthers back to within one. In they come, a shot comes toward the middle, knocked away, rebound, score! At the right side of the net, Sam Bennett.
2: Knights in disarray in their own zone. Huberdeau, Bennett, and Duclair combine to get the Panthers' second goal. Florida back within one, 2.22 to go
4: in the second period. Sam Bennett's 25th of the year from Anthony Duclair and Aaron Ekblad at 17:38 of the second period. Made it 3-2 Vegas. So the Golden Knights would enter the third period up 3-2, but down Jack Eichel, who was injured in the second period, did not return in the third period for the Vegas Golden Knights. So nursing a, th- a one-goal lead, you knew the Golden Knights were going to face a Panthers team that would press, and press they did, though it took them a while to, Sam Reinhardt would tie the game. Here's Barkov on the right.
2: For Ekblad, off the post and in. Tie game. Sam Reinhardt at the net front. Got a piece. Goes off the iron and into the goal. Power play marker for Florida.
4: Sam Reinhardt's power play marker, the 23rd of the year for Sam Reinhardt from Aaron Ekblad and Alexander Barkov at 12-26 the third period. Tied the game at 3 but just a minute later, Nick Wah would restore the lead for Vegas with a beautiful breakaway goal.
2: Players go down near a circle, puck comes out high, Waugh gets the puck, off to the races, into the zone, the righty, right circle, backhander, he scores! What a move! Nicholas Waugh gets the Knights back in the lead, 4-3 Vegas, 6.37 to go! Nick Waugh turned on the afterburners, went forehand right circle, Turn to the backhand, lifts it by Spencer Knight. Inside the left post, Vegas back in the lead, and T-Mobile Arena is about to explode. Whoa, boy!
4: Nick Waz 12th of the year, unassisted at 13-23 the third period, made it 4-3 Vegas. Then the Panthers would pull Spencer Knight for the extra attacker, and William Carlson would add an empty net goal.
2: Now the Knights get a steal. Carlson out to center, across the red line. He shoots, he scores! William Carlson, empty net goal. Lifts both arms, looks to the Raptors, puts both fists. Knights have a two-goal lead
3: with a
4: minute 50 to go. William Carlson's eighth of the year, 18-10 of the third period. Made it five to three Vegas, an empty netter, and all that was left was the final call.
2: And the crowd of 18,265 to its feet. Shot comes in on Thompson, makes the stop. Petrangelo sends it down. The horn signals the end of the game, and a Golden Knights victory. Five,
4: three, the final score. The Knights snap the losing streak. The win for Logan Thompson. There you have it 5 to 3 the final score the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers Vegas back in the win column 33 26 and 470 points on the year we're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network
0: Back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance post
4: game show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers 5 to 3. The final score. Vegas snaps a 5 game losing streak and the Panthers were unbeaten in 7 games. Like you're unbeaten in regulation, that is, and, and getting points in, in their in their last seven games. So for the Golden Knights, you're you're playing against one of the best teams in the league, and I thought the pace of play in the first and second period, the Golden Knights matched Florida, stride for stride, hit for hit. They were in the trenches, working hard in this one, and I, you know it shows. Unfortunately here, for the, for the wrong reasons, uh, the post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Jack Eichel, second period, selling out defensively, blocks a shot. Uh, did take a shift after the shot block. He was in some pain, gets off the ice, stays on the bench, goes back out, has a shift. Late in the second period, did not return in the third period of the Golden Knights ruled him out midway through the third period with an upper body injury uh, it appears that that shot might have caught him in the hand in the arm uh, one of the two so jack eichel right now upper body injury and then the the, the update's not what you want to hear uh, from head coach pete DeBoer. DeBoer said that uh, he certainly didn't return that's not a good sign there'll be evaluation and we should get some answer on jack eichel his availability for the golden knights uh, not just on saturday against la but beyond and you know for a team that right now is is missing still a bunch of guys um it it's pretty wild it, like I, I i still shudder every time there's an injury for the golden knights golden knights tonight were without nick Haig who missed tonight's game uh, no, Braid McNabb, No, Alec Martinez. No, Mark Stone. No, Robin Leonard. No, Max Pacioretty. No, Riley Smith. It's just, it's just unreal at this point. The the injury issues the Golden Knights have dealt with all season long, and now it's looking like Jack Eichel, uh, at least tonight, was not, unable to finish the game. His avail his availability for Saturday, in. Question. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping
4: it up here on the AAA Insurance postgame show, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers. 5-3 the final score. Vegas 33, 26 and 470 points on the year and for today in the second wild card spot based solely on points. Points percentage is a different story, but Right now, as it's listed, the Golden Knights currently in a playoff spot. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. I thought it was huge for the Golden Knights to get out of that first period even or better. And to get out even. Um, Yeah, I thought Vegas was solid in that first period. Spencer Knight, a couple of massive saves. Logan Thompson was really good for the Golden Knights. Uh, It was an even first period, and the Golden Knights deserved to get out of that one. Square, but then it's Evgeny Dodonov. He put on a show, and, you know, for a lot of people, that was the version of Evgeny Dodonov you were expecting or hoping for, at least, on a night-in, night-out basis. And right now, with the Golden Knights having... A bunch of players out of the lineup. Someone's got to be the hero. Dodonov has been that over the last couple of games. Tonight was one of his best in a Golden Knight uniform. And then, of course, you're bending. You're not breaking, but you're bending in the third period. You're getting saves from Logan Thompson, and then you just get a phenomenal individual effort from Nick Waugh when it felt like this was a game that was going to slip away. For the Golden Knights, the big two points, it's an important two points, and you hope that it's something for Vegas to build on from here. Golden Knights will take on the LA Kings this Saturday at 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock pregame show. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended Postgame Show is next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
4: The extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, the Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers. 5-3, to three, the final score. Vegas snaps a five-game losing streak. And for tonight, anyway, we get to celebrate a gutsy performance. We get to celebrate a hard-working performance. We get to talk about a Golden Knights victory, and I'm excited for it. Um, bittersweet, I think, in in terms of the other news coming out of this game, and that is of course, Jack Eichel not playing in the third period for the Golden Knights, did not return due to an upper body injury. Uh, physical game all the way around. The Florida Panthers, the, the takeaway that I have from watching Florida Live, frankly, they do not shy away from any contact whatsoever. If there's an opportunity for Florida to lay a body on you, whether it be legally during play, whether it be behind the scenes in a scrum, they are a gritty throwback of a team. And frankly, it's kind of fun to watch. Now, I loved it because the Golden Knights, they were in the fight too. And that's what you need, right? Like for this club down the stretch, you want to see that fire. You want to see that hard work. Everyone knows what Chandler Stevenson said after the Columbus game. Tonight was the visual representation of the Golden Knights bringing the work to the Florida Panthers. And I thought they did a really good job of that through the first 40 minutes. I thought they tried to to hold on. There wasn't as much in the third period from the Golden Knights as you got from them in the first two. But then it's all made whole again by Nick Waugh. A phenomenal move. Great work. And the Golden Knights get two points. And hopefully it's something they can build on. And hopefully it underscores... How important it is to have NHL regulars in the lineup wherever you're at. Because, frankly, you saw the impact that Brett Howden made. You saw the impact that Matthias Janmark made. Nolan Patrick, I thought, had a strong game. And the fact of the matter is, when you look at it, Imagine how much better the Golden Knights can be if they're healthy. And I get it. We're not going to get there. We're, we're, it's it's just been that season. But it gives you an idea of just how important it is to have players in the lineup every single night. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Tony. Hey, Tony. How you doing?
3: I'm doing fantastic. Tonight, the energy in the Fortress was like it was day one. Give a star to the fans tonight because they could have come in there and after that first goal, goal gone completely flat and woe is me. They stayed behind the team and tonight, like you said, this was this was all heart. This was all grit. This this was just like we were when we when we were that franchise team that nobody said going to do anything. These guys changed the names on the back of the jerseys. It might not be the team with the big names that we were looking for, but they played as one tonight. They played dirty when they had to. They stuck their nose in people's chests when they had to. They, They stood up for one another. This was, and if it's, If it's not the the game that that picks us up and and helps us make it into the playoffs, it's at least something that they sit around in a locker room and look at one another and go, you know what, we can do this. we we got the players. We can hold off. The Calvary's coming. You know, I was so happy to see Chandler Stevenson after the game pick up that puck, and and whether he gives it to Logan, who – really played outstanding tonight and made some of the saves that he needed to. Uh, I hope he shares it with the team and they're like, hey, let's go. We got, we got game one down, game two's on the horizon. That's game at a time. We got it.
4: Yeah, you know what, Tony, thank you for the call. I mean, you, you can't win the amount of games that you need to win all at once to make the playoffs. All you can do is take care of what's in front of you, Tonight. All you can do is win that next game. And for the Golden Knights, it is obviously a really tough road trip that they were just on. Certainly, they wanted a better run of play. They didn't get it. It didn't work out. It is what it is. Now they're in a hole. Now their backs are against the wall. And now they've got to put their work boots on, as Jonathan the so said, and find ways to win. And tonight, the Golden Knights find they, they found a way to win they just frankly did when it was three to three they could have folded they really could have and nick Wah made a play that's the most important thing coming out of this night is that you got plays from guys and they were important plays in the context of the game you also got saves too. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number let's head out to the phone lines bring in mike hey mike how you doing
5: well we certainly certainly played as well as we can play at this moment, at, at this stage. And it is exciting and for a number of reasons because, as you pointed out, you, you can't look at every game as the beginning or end of the season, but we cannot lose sight of the fact that the Stars and the Kings and, and the Oilers, they all won tonight. Where sure. would we be right now if they had won and the VGK had played the way everybody thought they were going to play tonight?
4: yeah I We'd mean, really they'd really be in trouble. yeah, they'd be out of you know out of the playoff picture. and you know you you look at points percentage and and that's kind of where I fall. That's what I look at right now by points percentage, the golden Knights would not be in uh, in the playoffs. so they've got work to do. like admittedly, everything everybody understands it. the The golden Knights have to win a large majority of these final, what were at the beginning of the day, 20 games, now 19 games uh, in the rest of the season. And and the only thing that they can do now is take care of their business. They don't control their own destiny, so to speak. You've got teams with games in hand that are right on the heels, in the case of the Dallas Stars, or already ahead of Vegas in the Pacific Division. So uh, it's going to be tight, but you you, you hope that this is kind of the catalyst, uh, a game in which more adversity was faced for the Golden Knights, they come away with two points.
5: Well, it starts at practice, and and of course in the locker room there's conversation and there's rah -rah rahing going on, but today in practice, uh, Matt, the flag guy, turned to me and said, there's enthusiasm. There is an enthusiasm I haven't seen for a little bit, and guys are raising sticks and getting excited and high-fiving, and that's where it all begins. So I think they came out tonight ready to win a big game.
4: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, William Carlson kind of spoke to it after the game tonight that uh, the energy in the building was, was where it needed to be. I, I thought the the fans in attendance tonight at T-Mobile Arena were really dialed into the game. It was really loud from opening puck drop. And, you know, when Nick Waugh scored, roof came off. And that's what you want to see, a, a fan base that right now is in the middle of a really uncomfortable time within the context of this organization's history. Um Really embraced the moment, and that was really cool to see.
5: Well, it was just a wonderful night. One thing that I did note, or actually Kat noted uh, tonight and sent me a text, is that Miramonov uh, started the game but only played about five minutes. Did you notice that or not?
4: Yep, I did.
5: We, so is we don't know much about him. Nobody he, really mentioned him. He, he was
4: he, on the bench. I, I think that was more coach's decision than anything else.
5: Oh, okay. So the Eichel thing is a completely different ball of wax and we'll just hold our breath uh, collectively, believe me.
4: Well, yeah, the the Jack Eichel situation, and, and thank you, Mike, for the call. Jack Eichel did leave the game. So blocks a shot late in the second period, does come back, plays a shift in the second period, and then left the game in the second period, did not come back for the third period, was ruled out midway through the third period. It's an upper body injury and we await more information on Jack Eichel and probably every other Golden Knight player that is injured, uh, as we look ahead to tomorrow and the events for tomorrow with the Vegas Golden Knights. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing?
6: I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Ryan? Uh,
4: you know, I'm I'm good. I I know that you know many people didn't expect that the Golden Knights would win tonight, but uh, it's nice to just be a little optimistic going into a game because anything can happen.
7: Yeah,
6: I I have to agree. And like I go into every game hoping that they're going to win and expecting it. And this was just a very exciting game to listen to from the very beginning. And, you know, I wasn't at the game, but just over the radio, the chants sounded so loud and the crowd sounded so into it. And it just, it felt, it, it, it felt so exciting compared to how some of the last few games have felt where it's just like, oh, it's snowballing, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And when that first goal went in, it was like a catch-your-breath kind of moment, but they responded, and they responded well, and they just kept the pressure on. They didn't ever feel like there was a point in this game where their foot came off of the gas. It was just go, go,
4: go. You, you know, you're, you're spot on there, and, and I, I can't really – stated enough like again I, I I think going into this game you were a little bit I don't want to say concerned but one, like you had questions about what the what the fans were going to be like right because this is uncomfortable territory for Golden Knights fans this team is usually locked up with a playoff spot and starting to worry about who they're going to play what the seating's going to look like all of that Right now you're in the middle of a playoff race. You're coming off of five straight losses on the road. I wasn't sure what we were going to get from the fans in attendance tonight. They brought it. They were dialed in. They were energized all game long, and and I think that's one of those really fun, important things within any any sports franchise. There's anxious moments, especially when every game matters, and, and you're getting a little bit of that playoff atmosphere in the regular season.
6: Yeah, it it's just it sounded like it was on a whole nother level and i'm super excited about that because one of my friends went to her first game today and i'm so glad she got to experience like truly what it's like to be at a
4: game at t-mobile because there's nowhere else like it awesome stuff stephanie thank you for the call uh you're right it, it was on fire tonight it was absolutely fantastic a great atmosphere and again wins and losses mean something now and and you you don't have that you haven't had that for the golden knights late in a regular season there have been games there have been times where it's mattered more than others but right now every single game that the golden knights play from here until the end of the season means just a little bit more 702-876-1340 is the number let's head back out to the phone lines stephanie number two how are you i am doing well how are you doing uh great
7: Good. Yeah. So, I mean, this is way past my bedtime, but (laughs) the adrenaline of the win makes me feel like I can go run a marathon right now.
4: Well, there you go.
7: I'm super pumped. Yeah. I, you know, all about the momentum tonight. It just felt completely different. Even after, you know, the first goal that we let in was a really kind of wonky misplay kind of goal. But, you know, the momentum, keeping it up the entire time. I mean, we just, you know, we won the first period. We won the second period. Um, Of course, Florida was going to come back and push. But, you know, never let off the gas or the momentum. And it's completely different from the other games, which I am so excited for.
4: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I thought the Golden Knights handled big big shifts in momentum in this game really, really well. And that's something that they've struggled with all season long. I thought with Jack Eichel kind of going down in the second period, not coming back for the third period, when Florida tied the game, that next shift was incredibly important. The Golden Knights, they came through with a big-time goal.
7: Oh, yeah. I mean, Thompson came up with some big saves the entire night. Um, I did kind of have a question for you, though, regarding Derek Pollard. Yep. Um, so, he was actually signed to an NHL contract. How, what, what is the, I guess, difference or benefit to doing that, as opposed to some of the other players that are just called up from Henderson? Like, what's the difference between those two?
4: So, most of the players in Henderson are on uh, what would be a, a two-way deal. So, it's a deal where they are they have a, an AHL salary and an NHL salary, and it, it kind of depends on where they're playing. So, if you, you send a player down to the AHL, they make their AHL salary. Uh, if you re- recall them, bring them back up, it's, it's an NHL salary. Derek Pouliot was on a one-way contract in the AHL, so he had an AHL contract only with the Henderson Silver Knights. So, in essence, the Golden Knights had to sign him to an NHL contract in order to get him into the game tonight.
7: Oh, okay. No, I was just curious what the two the differences were. I mean, he had a phenomenal game too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just yeah. You know, every every day we get closer and closer to having health, and every win we get closer and closer to clinching the playoffs. I mean, I know it's a bubble, but a win is a win. I'll take
4: it. Yeah, you know what? Great stuff, Stephanie. Uh, Thank you, and enjoy the rest of your night. Um, Derek Pouliot, I thought, had a really good game, and you know, there were moments where he looked like a guy that had been playing in the AHL, and there was some speed and and times where uh, maybe a little bit flat-footed here and there, but I loved his battle along the boards. I thought he was really good in those one-on-one 50-50 puck battles there, Um, and then he makes the play on Dodonov's goal, right? Like, you step up in the neutral zone, that's one of the keys where Vegas had to be good in this game against Florida. He creates the turnover, gets the puck on the stick of Evgeny Dodonov, and Dodonov does the rest. But you need players kind of chipping in here and there, and that's exactly, exactly what Derek Pouliot did tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back with more of your calls next on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
3: We're
0: back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
4: Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers 5 to 3, the final score. Vegas 33, 26, and 4, 70 points on the year right now, based on points in the second wild card spot, but it's a win. Golden Knights back in the win column after a five-game skid on the road. Let's get back to the phone calls. Bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing?
5: Oh, I'm doing wonderful. I'd like to start with a shout out to Pete the Board. I know sometimes he listens. Pete, please buy poor Logan some pads. You need a couple of bucks. I can throw some in. I mean, it's just sad. Now that I got anything against the Silver Knights but he doesn't match. That's just not good. Second thing, um, I don't know how you pronounce his name, P- Pule, uh whatever. I thought he did a good job. A nice stay-at-home defenseman. I think that's what we needed with McNabb out. And I think this sets us up good for going into the game against uh, L.A. on Saturday.
4: Yeah, you know, I I think that this is something to build on. And I know I've said that over the the course of the last two weeks that, you know, I I looked at the Ottawa game going into the road trip as perhaps a game you can build on. This one, to me, feels maybe a little bit different, right? You had the big moment with Jack Eichel in that game, but this one, for me, uh, flat out, like, You you beat one of the best teams in the league. You beat a Stanley Cup contender when everyone expected you to fold, when everyone expected you to not have a game, and you did it without major players in the lineup, and you lost one of your major players during the game. I I do feel like this is the type of win that hopefully the Golden Knights can find some life with and, and really do some damage now that they have it under their belt. Don't you think
5: that the lines are starting to mesh a little
4: bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think getting, you know, obviously getting Matthias Janmark back, getting uh, Brett Howden back in the lineup, like that helps you with your bottom six configuration. And if you can create a mismatch there, uh, you can win some hockey games because those guys are, are putting pucks in the back of the net. They're chipping in. Now, uh, that being said, it it, it would appear anyway uh, that the Golden Knights might have to shake up the, the lineup again going into that game against L.A. because of, you know, Jack Eichel uh, missing, the, the third period and, and potentially not being available for the Golden Knights going into Saturday. So uh, it, it almost feels like deja vu. It feels like the entire season over and over and over and over again, right? Like this is a team that once they start to gel, something happens. There's an injury. They've got to readjust. They've got to refocus. So uh, I agree with you in that the line up, tonight the lines were you were able to roll for it was it was much better from that front uh but let's let's wait and see until we know who's going to be in the lineup for vegas on saturday
5: well i'm thinking positive
4: because he did come back for a little while so i'm hoping this is just precautionary fantastic stuff as always rita thank you um you know i'll i'll take logan thompson's pads However they look, if he keeps winning hockey games, right? Like, I think, I think we'll, we'll go there. But uh, I, love the, I love the spirit there, Rita. Fantastic call. As always, do not be a stranger to the extended postgame show. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Glenn. Hey, Glenn, how you doing?
8: I'm good. How are you? Great. What a great game tonight.
4: Yeah, good. it was awesome.
8: They played such a great team game tonight. They had actually a lot of hits, thirty-two and they did. They had and they took they had the takeaways. They beat them in takeaways and they had the fewest giveaways. So it was just really great. And, but the best thing, that Logan Thompson Wow. He was making saves tonight that, you know, we haven't been getting. Like uh you know what I mean? <laughs> Incredible saves. Uh, he there weren't any goals that shouldn't have gone in tonight.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Is- I thought I thought Logan Thompson gave you everything you needed to win. And you know, you you hold a team in the, in the Florida Panthers who are averaging over four goals a game to just three. Your goaltender did his job. It was on the rest of the team to kind of pick him up, and you know they they did. I, I thought Logan Thompson was really good tonight.
8: Yeah, that was, uh, you know, I mean, the the game before when we, there was, was one of the worst goaltending games, and, you know, we would have won that game if we would have had Logan, if he played this game tonight. Anyway, you know, it's just great. I hope they keep it going, and I believe in them.
4: Good stuff. Yeah, no, thank you for the call, Glenn. Um, I, I... I don't know. I I view the Winnipeg game a little bit differently. Yeah, they didn't get saves. Like I I'm not going to deny that whatsoever, but also through 40 minutes they had just one goal and you know, as much as there there were saves that that were left on the table for the Vegas Golden Knights, I just don't think offensively, I don't think defensively they were as dialed in as as they needed to be in that game against the Winnipeg Jets, but uh, the flip side of that is I thought everything was kind of clicking tonight for the Golden Knights. The the, the goaltending was where it needed to be for sure, uh, but also the offensive touch, the ability to get in transition, the ability to play well in the neutral zone. I thought the Golden Knights did a really, really good job doing that. So you you got to tip your cap to the Golden Knights for putting in a solid 60-minute effort tonight. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended post-game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
3: Back to your
0: calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
4: Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Florida Panthers 5-3, the final score. Vegas 33, 26, and 470 points on the year. You hope that this is something to build from. You hope that the Golden Knights are able to find this level of compete, game, overall detail, for 60 minutes on Saturday against the L.A. Kings because, frankly, the Golden Knights just need to start stringing together some wins, however it needs to happen in whatever combination you get them. Wins are all that matter right now for the Vegas Golden Knights, and you got to start... Somewhere. That's going to do it for me here on the extended postgame show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson for making sure everything sounds fantastic. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping me on the air, and thanks to you, our listeners, and our callers. It is your postgame show. It's not as much fun without your insights. Until Saturday, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.